everybody welcome back to the talent managers podcast we are back after how long like two months oh god is it not three is it three months oh god don't say that surely not i think maybe two and a half months like Um, end of october november because we did a halloween episode so we did so it would have been three months two and a half months oh god that's so bad well (laughs) that's that's 10 weeks Okay. I feel like I've started thinking of time as in, like, see if someone says two months instead of me going, oh my god, that's such a long time. I'm like, that's eight weeks. Yeah. Which goes enough. literally like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year. I mean, my Christmas was with family. You went away for your Christmas. I went to see my gran that lives abroad. Yeah. Which was lovely. Um... Yeah, I think we'll leave Christmas behind us, though. Cause, or I feel like we're just getting out of that like New Year break, back yeah. into work mode. This is honestly the first January I've had that I've not hated. Really? Yeah. Because I, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> well, there's ob- there's been terrible things that have happened. Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. Oh yeah, no, that's fair. You've but, had worse things happen yeah, than me. So. But while saying that, in terms of like work... I'm like ready to jump back in rather yeah. than Well I feel like oh my god sorry, I've got an itchy nose. My hands are a different colour than my face for sure. I mean no one will be able to see that unless okay. they're watching the video. That's true. Because we're doing our first ever oh, yeah! video podcast. Yeah, we're doing a video podcast. Hi. So, <laughs> you're yeah, you're in the talent manager's studio right now. Yeah. Which also is known as m- my office. <laughs> um I have a dog. Yeah, she's asleep on Eva's lap right yeah. now. And Eva and I are sitting across from each other, in case you're wondering what the setup is. Yeah. We're literally like, there's a desk in between us. Eva's on the couch and I'm at the desk facing yeah. each other. If you're listening to it, go and watch, check out the YouTube and make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram for clips of the videos. When I came home from being away, I just had this like, I'm ready to go, like I'm, I'm ready to make this the best year yet. You know what? Same. And yeah. it was that one TikTok. I am a lucky girl. Exactly. There's a TikTok that went viral. I don't know if you've seen it or not. There's basically these two girls sitting in their car, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how they decided one day that they were just going to become lucky girls because they're sick of everything going wrong for them. And they were just like, you know, I'm so lucky that everything happens for me and everything works out and everything's okay. Like, I'm so lucky. And they just started saying it to each other. And then it manifested and became true. And they said that so many lucky things happened to them. So for the last couple of weeks, I've just been texting Eva and everyone constantly being like, I'm so lucky that everything happens and works out for me and just trying to manifest it. You know what though? I feel like, I know a lot of people, they struggle to like genuinely like manifest things or like, they're kind of like, but how do I do that? Like, how do I genuinely believe Mm -hmm. that's true? I feel like something that I kind of like came to really learn last year, like the end of last year, was like see if you are really grateful for what you have you start to genuinely have a kind of different mindset where you're like I am I, I am a lucky girl yeah I have all these things like that I'm so grateful for whether that's like friends or family or like you can even include material things in that or sometimes you might not actually have a lot going on that's great but if you can pick out like one or two things or one or two people or animals that you are grateful for I feel like you can actually change you can't change your mindset if you could change your complete mindset 
I was going to say something and I was like, maybe you I should You can change that. your mindset. You can change your mindset, but you also, obviously, you can't change your whole... Way of thinking. Way of thinking. Yeah. But... <laughs> you can't just think away the depression. Yeah, that's what I mean. If that was the case, then... Yeah, there's some things that are out with the Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I just think fake it till you make it. Yeah. I think if you just convince yourself, like, you have to live in some sort of state and level of delusion at all times... <laughs> Like, my mum calls it living in your own lunchbox. Alright. So, the world revolves around you, not in a negative way, where you're going to bring other people down, but why wouldn't these good things happen to you? Why aren't you deserving of it? Like, you're the best person in your world, you're the main character. Yeah. Live in your own little lunchbox. If someone's like, that's not going to happen, or that's impossible, why couldn't it happen for you? Yeah. Why not you? So, you have to almost be a bit delusional and live in your own little lunchbox. You can make the impossible possible. Just yeah. live in your own lunchbox. Yeah. I No, I genuinely do think that the best thing that you can try and do for your brain, especially, like, during the dark winter months, is to think, like, the things that you have and what you're grateful for. Or even if those things are, like, yourself. Like, I'm grateful that I am nice to other people. I'm grateful that I've got this... I don't know. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. And then, obviously, in turn, like, being nice to other people and, you know, being kind and... More life updates. So yeah, I quit my job today. And I feel like now we can do more fun things, like record podcast episodes. <laughs> like, I have more time for this stuff. But, I mean, we've spoken about it before. Like, you own Niche Commercial mm-hmm. Agency. And I own the Aesthetic Collective Agency. And I was running that part-time along with a social media marketing job I had. That started out full-time, went down to part-time, and now I've left that and you were doing niche part well part with you alongside uni yeah but like that's now your yeah that's your that's your that's, main income that's mine this is my now my main income so it's like we've wow. both sort of gone fully freelance because when we mm-hmm. first started the podcast yeah and started talking about it in london and stuff mm-hmm. we both had full-time employers so we did yeah in london mm-hmm. so oh my God. <laughs> in that amount of time We've gone full force with our own agencies. Which, that was August, right? Yeah. That's scary to think. That That's crazy. Flown in, that has I gone by. Say. I don't like thinking about how quickly things That was go. five months ago. Anyway. Stop it, Eva. <laughs> what have we done between now and then? We've done so much. Like, you've signed on new talent. Yeah, and I've got other talent lined up to sign. Um, yeah, that's, like, taken off. Year. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> And then I, I quit my job today. Yay. I'm trying to think of things like to talk about that we're doing this year, but it's kind of difficult because like we have ideas and plans, but it's that way where you're like, you don't want to like tell everyone your plans. Yeah. And... So, some things are still in the works and we can't spill all the tea just yet, but maybe in one of the upcoming episodes we'll be able to say more. Yeah. But we do have some ex- exciting photo shoots coming oh, up. Oh yeah. Like um, really soon. Yeah. By the time you listen to this, it will already be. They will be done, and and you'll see them. Yeah, I feel like you're this year. Everything for you is in Glasgow, and I'm like, I kind of, yeah, I kind of miss, so I miss it. I miss when it was. Remember, I remember us sitting here and saying everything was so busy and having three different events in a week, and we were in Edinburgh all the time every day together. I kind of miss that now. At the time, oh, we were like, it's too much, but now yeah. I'm like, no, like oh. October was so busy because yeah. we went. We went to London, like, we've already talked about this in the podcast, but we went, obviously went down to London. The last episode wasn't originally going to be our finale. Like, the, we kind of just stopped, and it has been 
eight weeks or so. Mm-hmm. We planned on filming an actual finishing episode, mm-hmm. but we just had burnout from how busy October and November were. Yeah, and then it hit December, like, and you were away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so was I over Christmas, but just in general, we both genuinely hit a wall, I think. I feel like that's also partially why I quit my job. I feel like when you're in a creative social yeah. media job, it's so easy to take on more work than you can actually physically and mentally handle. Yeah. And, like, when you're doing something that is creative, you need to give yourself enough rest time. When you're working for yourself, you don't rest. You're working from the second you wake up to, like, one o'clock in the morning when you go to sleep. I was talking to someone that I was talking to about this. Mm -hmm. About, like, they had just started a nine-to-five job, office job. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was saying how when you work for yourself you literally don't turn off yeah it's 24 hours like we have work phones and try set up boundaries and stuff for us but yeah i have my work phone with me 24 hours a day Mm. i'm very bad at leaving it in my office when it comes to finishing at five i don't finish at five i know but i think like as much as we do stop receiving replies usually from companies about five or six yeah there is a whole other like aspect of being like a talent manager where like especially if you're friends with with your talent which we are Mm -hmm. like very good friends with them there's a whole other conversation and like that isn't just about confirming the work it's about like the kind of wider scale of like their lifestyle yeah and but I like that I don't as much as I kind of yeah you can get a bit burnt out I do quite like that I mean like I would I've obviously chosen this over a nine to five like a nine to five sounds amazing to be able to finish at 5 p.m and then have your weekends off I don't do that but that is by my own choice and I'm very aware of that like yeah but like I yeah a, a lot of the brands that I work with are also US and Canada based right yeah so and some are even Australian yeah so the time zones I, like for me to get a reply for someone like Becca the other day had a video that we're waiting on approval for and it's got to go up between like 5 and 8 p.m uk time that's when they're just logging on mm-hmm. so then at 8 p.m i'm like chasing emails and stuff being like hey guys yeah yeah, yeah. and then they're like oh hey can you um send us edits in 12 hours time we're asleep that's not yeah, happening so yeah. like some situations and that i literally cannot switch off and have to work later yeah but it doesn't ever end because when when you finish the actual emailing part that you might do through nine to five you then have other things like researching and finding brands like helping to plan content on instagram planning like content shoots with the girls and stuff then you're thinking all right that's their actual like sponsored flat fee work done but what have we got we've got photo shoots coming up so i need to figure out and sort bits for that and then travel and transport and then chatting to the girls about what they've got coming up in the next weeks and because uh-huh. we've got to speak to them as well like yeah every day yeah so there's also instagrams i need to plan a seat's instagram and post that and mm. then my own socials yeah which as is- well i'm trying to do youtube i'm trying to do tiktok i'm trying to do my own socials and tiktok and stuff and i'm still doing what i was doing before posting tiktoks about like my personal advice and experience as a talent manager mm-hmm. um and i thought It'd be good to get your opinion on this, Eva, right. because we have different talent. Mm-hmm. But I made a video saying that I think YouTube is one of the most underrated platforms 
and I feel like with the boom of like TikTok and short form content, people don't make long form content anymore, mm-hmm. and people are still wanting long form content. Yeah, like people think that that no one wants to watch long form content anymore. I completely disagree. I feel like there's not enough people making long form content. That started to blow up, and then some people are like, most people are like, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Other people are like, oh, I disagree. I make more money doing short form. Well, so I'm like, what's your opinion on? Long form versus short form. YouTube versus TikTok. So, I actually, like, see if you look at my time spent on my phone on YouTube and on TikTok, I still spend more time watching YouTube than I do TikTok. Interesting. Um, Like, for example, I do like TikTok, but I do quite like to, like, sit and watch a YouTube video that's, like, even, like, 45 minutes long. Yeah. I love, like, a weekly vlog. Mm-hmm. A day in the life vlog with like Sophia and Chinzia, Jamie and Genevieve, like they're probably my favourites. Yeah. Um, like I'll sit and watch them through. Like I actually personally prefer long form content, like short form content, it's just not enough for me. I I think short form content blew up because short form content's easier to go viral. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more like comedy, it's yeah. very much like revival of Vine and like memes and things yeah. like that. There's a specific skill or talent needed to be a short form content creator mm-hmm. because most of the TikToks and videos I watch are literally just like dog videos, memes, yeah. funny things. There are very few short form creators I watch and love and yeah. it's usually like fashion or clothing and styling and stuff. Yeah. But I would still prefer to go on YouTube. Yeah. And like from a talent manager's perspective, all of the brands that will pay bigger budgets or have still YouTube. Yeah, better campaigns are yeah. all YouTube based. But I have brand promise me being like, We need more UK creators with a UK demographic. Mm. Have you got anyone? And we're like, No. Because no, <laughs> no one does it. Yeah, I know that's true. I've not I can't really think of anyone that has come through as a YouTube creator yeah. in a while because if I think back to like who YouTube creators are that like like new on the scene, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like Olivia Neal because she yeah. was like what 2019. Mm-hmm. That was four years ago. That's so. <laughs> I know, but do you know what I mean? I actually can't think of anyone else that didn't either like start as a TikToker. She was YouTube. A lot of people will have YouTube as well as like Instagram and TikTok, mm-hmm. which is great. I think everyone should be on every platform if they if they like it and can be. Yeah. I think it's more sustainable to be able to do content creation full time as if you have different types of content across different platforms. Yeah. But yeah, you're completely right. Like no one is just a YouTuber anymore. No one just does YouTube. And my whole thing is like if there are so many American and like international creators that have hundreds and thousands of subscribers that you've never heard of before that are doing it over there. But when you think about the YouTubers in the UK that have hundreds and thousands of subscribers, they're the top talent. Yeah. Like, it's such a smaller talent pool. There's yeah. less people doing it. So for you to actually, like, be someone in the industry, in the YouTube space in the UK, there's a massive gap in the market. Yeah. And I'm obviously not saying that, like, everyone can just suddenly go and make a YouTube account and be the next Olivia Neal. Because you need to have grow an audience you need to like hit 100k and like that takes a long time <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight like it does on tiktok but there is definitely a gap in youtube people people need to be creating content on youtube yeah i think youtube is also like a more long-term sustainable platform mm-hmm. in terms of like having an audience that is engaged because 
the people that I watch on YouTube are the people I've been watching on YouTube for like three years now. Whereas with TikTok, I'll be interested in a TikToker for like a week. Yeah, and then... And I'm like, I'll still follow them, but like I won't really interact with their content. Um, Although I would say, see for like clothing videos, Mm -hmm. so like hauls, I would rather watch a reel or a TikTok than like a 20 minute video. A haul. Because to be honest, any time I would watch a try on haul on YouTube, I would be clicking through. Yeah. Anyway. I just think that like, Long form content is so different and someone on my comments made a really good point. Let me see if I can get it up. I totally agree that not enough creators are investing in long form content, but I'm surprised to hear that you say YouTube budgets are larger. In my experience, YouTube campaigns tend to be performance marketing driven, so they're looking for conversions and therefore price mostly based on this. Whereas IG and TikTok are more brand awareness campaigns, so you can get higher deals because of that. So it's conversion marketing and performance driven marketing versus a brand awareness and I thought that was a really interesting point because I was like they are two different types of campaigns it depends on what the brand's overall goal is but I've seen them both on both platforms and the amount of times I've heard Instagram brands come back and be like we can't pay we're looking for x amount of link clicks we're looking for x amount of conversion that's what I was gonna say I think conversion in general like, I don't think just for YouTube. I think that, like, conversion's been looked at across all platforms. I've been... I don't think I've ever been asked for link clicks more than I have in the last month. Same. Since Christmas. Like, I feel like all of a sudden all these brands are like, right, we've done our brand awareness campaigns. Like, we, people know who are... We need people who are going to give us results. You know what I think part of that is? Maybe it's because it's January and they need to put their budgets into people that are gonna they know the are going to... Yeah, because we've said before, like, the biggest budgets are the ones prior to Christmas. So, like, mm. September to November is when you make the most money. And also summer, I think, as well. Yeah. I, I actually found, find December the quietest month. Yeah. Quieter than January. I think, like, with Black Friday. Everything's, like, pre- Yeah. And I think- Done for I, that. I don't know if it's maybe as well because, like, especially with the way things are with people, like- people's like money situations right now i think maybe like especially this year black friday was like they kind of anticipated that a lot of people would be purchasing on black friday rather than like three weeks leading up to christmas because yeah. do you know what i mean like because of the sales and things like that i think there needs to be new creators you know a new creator that i really like and i don't know if she's on youtube but she's got a podcast and instagram Olivia Neal's sister, Emma Neal. Oh, yeah. Have you listened to her podcast? I'm They're not. really good. I've seen, I saw, I found her on TikTok, like, during the start of lockdown. Really? Because she was doing, like, some makeup. All right. And, like, type of videos. Right. And I remember saving them, and then I was like, oh, wait, that's Olivia Neal's sister. Yeah. Emma. Yeah. yeah. She's really cool. Yeah. And I find her podcast so interesting to listen to. I don't know if I think she might have a YouTube channel, you know? I mean I don't know. She should be taking advantage of that. Should be Yeah. If you are listening to this, once you're done, go and listen to some Emma Neil podcast because you know what I like is that they are actually very educational and Ooh. she her like political views and stuff are quite spot on. See, in my opinion. <laughs> this is what I like about long form content, whether it's like podcasts or videos and stuff. Yeah. I feel like Obviously, because it's longer, you can go into more detail and depth, yeah. but I think the quality is always so much better in long-form content. Like, 
podcasts, videos, whatever, you're getting more value out of it. Yeah. Because it's either educational, inspiring, entertaining. I, I also feel like if you're making long form content, it's so much more rewarding creatively. Mm-hmm. Because most YouTubers I know that make YouTube videos nowadays, unless they're just vlogging their day to day life and, mm-hmm. and share that as on top of like their TikTok and Instagram, actual full time YouTubers, their videos are almost like short films. Like, yeah. they're produced, they have they are, A-roll yeah. and B-roll and different cameras. Every big YouTuber I know loves their tech and gear and editing. Yeah. Whereas I don't ever feel that from making short-form yeah. content. And, like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, that's a helpful tip or that's a helpful trick. But it's all surface level because it yeah. is only 15 seconds long. Yeah. I think the other thing with, like, short-form content is people's editing styles are so similar. It's like, there's a trend where it'll be, like... A transition. A transition or like, yeah, like the way it's edited, they'll all be very similar. Whereas with like YouTube and just longer form content, it's like, yeah, can be a bit more unique. Mm. Brands need to, sorry, completely different thing. I don't know where you're going to put this, but brands need to stop sending so much excess packaging with their PR. Completely off topic, but coffee's been making me feel sick for the last six months. I've not been drinking coffee. Because it makes me feel <gasps> ill. He, oh, to be fair, every time we've gone to Starbucks, the last three times I've you've been gotten like, peach iced tea. Yeah. You've not gotten coffee. Iced coffee. Although I had, the other week I had a brown, iced brown sugar espresso. And I think when I drink it with something to eat, I don't feel ill. I'm sensitive to everything though. You are. Yeah. It really like, <laughs> it's a problem. Sorry, this is so random, but like enjoy just us speaking about random stuff. I have not been fake tanning. Okay. So, like, if you were to see my arms right now, they are White. pale. Yeah. During winter, like, you're not really wearing your legs out, etc. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've put fake tan on in two months. Like, I think I've just been using instant tan and washing it off. I go through phases where I'm like, yeah, maybe. And then even when I do get out my legs, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I think because I've got such dark hair and dark features, I really feel pale. I feel like Wednesday Adams when I'm pale. See, I'm, I'm low-key, like, loving that and embracing that at the moment. Yeah, there was someone I was speaking to, I think it was maybe when I was on holiday, and I, because I was really pale, I hadn't fake tanned when I was away, and obviously the sun wasn't mm-hmm. sunning enough to tan me, and I was like, oh, I'm so white, I, I'm not usually this pale, and they were like, you really suit being pale, I was like, <laughs> have you watched Wednesday? No, I haven't watched Wednesday. Have you not? No. You need to watch Wednesday, I'm quite surprised that you've not seen it, you'll like it. I know, I just haven't had time to sit down and like watch something. I'm st- watching Game of Thrones. Oh, right. I like to that. watch one show at a time. Right now, Cammy and I are season seven of Game of Thrones. We've been watching it for the last few weeks. It's so amazing. It's so good. But um, the other show I'm watching at the moment is Love Island that's just started. Yeah, same. So they're the two shows I'm watching right now and I haven't had time to watch anything else. Should we end the episode on things we want people to watch? Yeah. Or listen to. Yeah. Like podcasts and just recommendations. Yeah. Why don't we just do recommendations in general? I've got a list. First of all, Mackie and Ramen. <laughs> right, I love Mackie and Ramen and I'm going next week. I'm buzzing about that already. Love that. The McCrispy. Yes, from we McDonald's. Love we had one just before this. Yeah, Eva brought me one and it made my entire day. In terms of things to listen to, I'm Emma Neal's podcast. Mm-hmm. Then Jane the Virgin. I mean, at the moment, I'm obsessed with Reddit TikTok. So, like, people who talk about, like, am I the asshole? 
So they'll be like, right. and they'll read Reddit, Am I the Arsehole Threads? And they're from podcasts. Right. So one of my favourite right now is Reddit said it. Right. But he literally just calls people dickheads. But for a man with a microphone, I never support. I will support him. <laughs> Constantly. Anytime I see a man with a microphone on TikTok, I'm like, scroll away. It's going to be some Andrew Tate bullshit. That is so funny you say that because literally the last day on your podcast I just listened to was her saying exactly that. But he is the only man with a podcast I will support. He is wholesome. He has daughters and children and his wife and he talks about them all the time. And his advice is so great. And he always finds the craziest reddit stories you know it's such a shame that like there's certain people on certain certain men on tiktok that have like made this whole like men with a microphone yeah. like, <laughs> aren't to be listened to yeah because oh god i can't believe i'm about to say not all men like, <laughs> either we're gonna get cancelled in the first episode but, <laughs> but you know what i mean it like yeah. there's anyway i think that's i think we should stop there <laughs> that's what that's my recommendation is um game of thrones and Reddit said it. Okay. Yours are probably better than mine. Mine were a bit all over the place. But... <laughs> well, I recommended a man with a microphone, so... Um... <laughs> anyway. This is the end of this episode. Yeah. We've, so... we've reached the end. Oh my god. Yeah. First episode done. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode back. Yeah. Let us know if you're watching the screen right now or if you're listening. And make sure you check out our YouTube and socials so you can see video clips of us. So... We'll see you soon. See you guys in the next one.